to another gathering of the Gold Key Adventurers Society. Have a seat by the fire as we prepare to help you unlock the secrets of the travel life. From theme park thrills to Purple Mountain's majesty, we want to see it all and do it all, and we want to help you do the same. We all have those bucket list trips, once-in-a-lifetime destinations that we'll get to someday. We're here to help you make your travel dreams a reality. Buy the ticket, take the trip. Where do you want to go? Come on, come on, come on, now tell me what's on your bucket list. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. Okay, hey, okay, hey, it's a beautiful day. We've been busy exploring all-inclusive resorts south of the border, and we want to tell you why you should, too. But first, travel news, including Disney World's big package surprise, a record-breaking chocolate fountain, and celebrating a humongous fungus. Skip your siesta and dust off your sombrero. It's time to do the trail with the Gold Key Adventure Society. Look, guys, I know this past year has been a nightmare. They shut down the cruise lines and the theme parks, and Dave was eaten by a bear. Well, actually, the bear just ate his hat. But it was a nice hat. Don't worry though, I'm gonna make it all up to you. I'm going to show you guys the time of your life. Get ready for two weeks at the happiest place on earth, the Riviera Maya. Now hurry up and get on the bus. We can cover the week's travel news on the way. But first I was wondering, who the heck are these strangers and what are they doing in Gold Key Adventures Society headquarters? Guys, we have guests in the studios this week. Woohoo! Woohoo! Bill and Britt. <laughs> sure. Why not? Hi. Hey! Welcome, Billy and Billy and Brittany. Hello, Hi. hello. Dan, are you going to make them tell us their adventuring style? Uh, well, now that you brought it up, I guess I have to. <laughs> that was not on the agenda. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't on the agenda. It never goes well, so I was going to just drop it. We can edit that. I out. think that they can probably handle it. If right. you were an if adventurer, were... what kind of adventurer would you be? Are you like the crusty sea captain? Are I am you, an uh, indoor dashing kid. Indiana Jones type. Uh, uh, intrepid solo pilot flying around the globe in a hot air balloon. Nope, nope. An nope. indoor kid who prefers to play video games. I'm mm. the one that likes the spa. Is that a thing? Yeah, sure, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> that, that's a great one. Yep. Also, Brittany does not like to travel alone. Right. I do not like to travel alone. I like a buddy. Travel buddies are good. Yep. And give me air conditioning. That's what I want. The, Billy yeah. wants his own room right. and air conditioning. That's right. And then like he's a happy maybe we camper. don't rough it. No. Yeah. No. Most of us yeah. aren't campers anymore, except Dan for Dan. Here, uh, Dan here is a roughing it kind of guy, but the he rest is. of us are pretty pampered. Yeah. So what I'm hearing is maybe we chose a bad name for our show. We need to figure out a different word than adventure. Hey, I love adventure. <laughs> hey, as long as it. there's a place with a bar and air conditioning at the end of the day. That's for. right. That's right. We like to live caviar dreams over here. Yes. I have champagne wishes. That's right. But I'll zip line, I'll I'll bungee jump, I'll get in a hot air balloon, right? I do all that stuff. I will do none of those things. (laughs) As long as I can sleep in a comfortable bed with air conditioning after I jump off the side of a cliff. I will steal the Constitution, though. Oh, that could be fun. Did you see that meme that was like, day one of quarantine, I'm going to stay in my house. And then like day 56, I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence. Yes, I saw that. I loved it. (laughs) Anything for an adventure. At this point, like it doesn't even seem that far-fetched. We'll try anything. That's so true. We should probably mention that Billy and Brittany are... uh, expert travel planners with they Key to are. The World Travel. And coincidentally, this week's travel news is brought to you by Key to the World Travel. 
Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency specializing in theme parks, cruising, and destinations around the world. Head to www.keytotheworldtravel.com for more details and a no-obligation quote on the vacation of a lifetime. Jess isn't here again. So I'm going to tell you all about the most exciting news out of Walt Disney World this week. Guess what, guys? You can now book packages at Walt Disney World Resort through July 2022. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Let's go. Which tells me that somebody is in need of some cash flow, so they opened up those gates. Someone wants some deposit money to roll That's in. It seems like if you're interested in booking a 2022 trip, this is maybe a time to do it. There's no real rush. There aren't any promos, and there's still plenty of 2021 left. That's right. So. You might want to consider booking that first. Yeah, but the great yeah. news is what did not happen that usually happens in February is no ticket price increase. Yeah. So tickets are going to stay the same for the foreseeable future. That's great. So maybe now is the time to go. Because they always go up some percentage, typically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And usually they say it's to pay for all of these new things they're offering. But as we know, there's... <laughs> Less being offered no currently new than things. normal. So I get they're holding, they're holding, they said they're holding the pricing of the hotels the same too, although that mm-hmm. has been mixed with what people are finding in 2022 right now. Because what is available for 2022 is what is called rack rate. Mm-hmm. So it's almost always no better yet. to book during whatever current promo is happening. And those usually only run a month or two or three at a time. But the great thing is, if you know about when you want to go, you can get your package locked in. And as soon as a promo comes out, your Key to the World Travel Advisor. Lock that package in. That's right. Yeah. Get your room cool. you want. And then we'll and get you the price. go ahead and get you a park pass for specific days, be they holidays or whatever. And then if a promo rolls around, your Key to the World agent can get you that promo and yeah, adjust that, that price for you. That was another uh, interesting thing is that we saw they are keeping the park pass reservation system in place all the way through I honestly think that's never going to go away. I think you're right. And honestly, that's good because they've been trying to control crowds by pricing everyone out and that didn't work because I guess Mm-mm. we all just have plenty of money. I don't we know. We did. <laughs> they were going up and up and up in price, and the crowds weren't going anywhere. So I think no. this is going to be the way that they can, if not curb crowds, they can at least plan for and staff mm-hmm. according to who they right. know is going to show up. And maybe right. encourage people to go towards a different uh, park on a specific day. You know, if they see yeah. that Magic Kingdom has a ton of, of crowds on a specific day, maybe they could roll out something fun happening at Epcot and see if they can draw some people over there. Could be mm-hmm. an interesting thing. Uh, if you look at the, yeah, <laughs> if you look at the crowd, the park pass availability calendar, it currently goes to show availability all the way through January of 2023. So mm-hmm. I think you're right. That's that's here. <clears throat> they for go a the while. furthest out to where any uh, annual pass holder could possibly be able to book right yep it's here to stay i think you guys but could could works for me good things are coming yeah gives your travel travel planner more to do that's right (laughs) well united airlines is trying to make current travel situations a little bit easier they are launching something called the travel ready center and their goal is um to get covid testing available at all the airports that they fly from. 
So this right now Good. is is launching at Newark, San Francisco, and LAX, but the plan is to expand all over the country, and they're going to offer both PCR and rapid antigen tests right in the airport. And to go along with it, they've made an app where you can get all of your travel documents. Will you can upload to this app? So your test results, your your boarding pass. Everything all in one place. You know, you guys probably noticed this too. And when we traveled to Mexico last week, there's so much paperwork right now. So much paperwork, (laughs) actual physical paper, pieces of paper. Yep. We didn't, you know, that was something we had a long time ago and now we have it back again. (laughs) And so I I think this is a great idea and I would love to see all of the airlines doing it. I think American has started something similar, an app where you can keep all your test results and all your paperwork, mm-hmm. but I hadn't seen them making any kind of moves towards the COVID testing in airports. So that's a really cool thing. Seems like they could they could work with the phone companies like Apple and the others uh, within your th- like in the Apple Wallet or whatever the Android version of that is, where you just have all your docs right there, mm, yeah, ready to go. It doesn't necessarily need to be each airline or each airport or each uh, just yeah, I think too many might, I don't things. Know. There should be two things that I liked um, available with the app. It doesn't just hold hold that information for you. You can schedule your oh uh, right yeah at the airport right in the app, which they're working with. Um, what is that that company Express Spa? Well, they're yeah, not doing where a lot of spa where you used to be able to get a, right now. a massage or a pedicure yeah. right in the airport. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so now they've switched before your flight. (laughs) I hadn't seen that spa. No, they've they've switched over to medical test sites there. Was that only in Las Vegas? Yeah. Uh, Then the other cool thing is they're going to keep track for you. They're going to look at your destination on your ticket Mm -hmm. and basically have a checklist for you of what you need to get into that country. So for places like Jamaica, where you've got to get that uh, that test authorization that we talked about a couple weeks ago. Uh, they'll make sure that that's kind of flagged right on your on your boarding pass in the app, so you know, hey, I need to make sure I get this. It would also be nice if they could keep that up to date, because a lot of those a lot of the airlines do have that coming up on the computers for the gate agents, but it's not always accurate. And then yeah. you get in a fight with your gate agent who's trying to tell you that you need something to get on this flight that you know you don't need, and it's. It's nerve-wracking. That's the thing. It's so different from country to country. and uh, Well, and even the countries change their own regulations. You know, with Jamaica, it used to be you had to upload your COVID test for the JTB, the Jamaica Tourism Board, to review mm-hmm. and approve. And then that changed to where the gate agent had to do it. So when I went to Jamaica, my gate agent didn't even ask for my COVID test because it was Ooh. literally two days after the change. And then I didn't think it, they needed And he, he wasn't aware of the newest update and so when someone came to help him she was like oh you need to look for the travel authorization and the covid test so then they had to bring us back up you know so it's a lot to put on these airline workers when it's so different for every country and and joe schmo traveler doesn't keep up with it nearly as much as these airline workers Mm -hmm. who are still confused or Mm -hmm. us in the travel industry it's a lot for us honestly it makes it so much more important to use a travel advisor how many how many people have y'all seen denied on a on a flight yeah it's crazy right 
Mm-hmm. When I my last trip to Jamaica, I saw four people turned away because they mm-hmm. had their COVID test, but they didn't have the travel authorization. And one well, of them Heather, was. I remember a, when we were leaving, trying to leave Mexico, the couple mm-hmm. in front of us got outraged because something had been checked back here, but they I can't remember even which. Oh, it was they. It was one of the forms they didn't have. They were carrying on their luggage instead of checking something. So they hadn't gone to the check-in desk and hadn't, they didn't have their COVID test results. Oh, that's results. right. So they didn't have their papers Yeah, okay. their paperwork didn't have the stamp on it that said Ooh. a doc's okay. So they wouldn't let them into security. And she was hot. She She's was, like, we checked in yeah. online, which they had said you wouldn't be able to yeah. check in online. But as we all on our last trip to Mexico noticed, you could actually they check did in let online. Us. That's confusing mm-hmm. to people. And they, yeah, they got up there and were not happy that they were sent away. Mm-hmm. I saw a honeymoon couple, bride and groom, thinking they were getting on their flight to Jamaica for their mm-hmm. honeymoon, and they didn't have the travel authorization. And luckily, it, it's pretty quick to get, and I went over and told them, this is a website, go there right now. If you fill this out in the next five minutes, you can go. And luckily, they had their COVID test, because that's good. you, you can't and get you that in five minutes. you charged them for minutes. your services, right? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I, take, I, I take Venmo and PayPal. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, the couple that I was sitting um, close to by, on the plane, they had to stay They had to stay an extra day um, in Cancun, because they didn't know about the test until later. Oh, no. And, I mean, had to. They had yeah. to. I mean, he was like, ah, oh. it was fine. But just, yeah. we just tacked on a day. Yeah. We just, that's what, yeah. He's like, we just added a day because we didn't know about it. So it's kind of surprising that the resort wasn't on top of that and making sure that they knew about it. Yeah. It's the, the resorts, the, the resorts that we've stayed at have arranged that for us. So, yeah. I'm a little surprised at that. But they, they were a little nonchalant. Like, they were like, ah, you will get your results. And, you know, Billy's <laughs> like, uh, he called the resort. Like, we don't have our thing yet. And they were like, very nonchalant. And Billy was like, I'm pretty chalant right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a wife. I had a wife at home that had to be at work the next day. And I wanted to yeah. be able to continue to travel in my lifetime. <laughs> yeah, yes. but I would yeah. like to think because when we got back, they were in the envelope. I think if they were positive, they would have notified us. I think they had them for a lot longer than when they gave them to us. I just think there wasn't an issue, and so they were like, "We know they're out enjoying the property. When they get back, we'll give it." And to he them. he said they don't open them and read them because legally they can't. But they know if they're all negative because if they're positive. The lab and the CDC or whoever contacts them to prepare a quarantine space. So because yeah. no contact had been made about a quarantine space, they knew we were all good. And they were like, we're letting you enjoy your meal. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, we're yeah. all like waiting. <laughs> <laughs> right. But we'll yeah. discuss more of that yeah. later in the end. We digress. Yeah, we digress. And speaking of digressing, <laughs> uh, reservations are now open. For a brand new resort at uh, Walt Disney World, uh, the Walt Disney World uh, Swan Reserve. Have y'all this seen this? Gorgeous. Yeah, I'll tell you. It's I'll beautiful. tell you what, guys. Like these these deluxe level hotels at Walt Disney World have come a long way from the grandma grandma hotels that they were building around Bay Lake. Uh, yeah. This this is no Grand Floridian. This no is, doilies here. Yeah. No. This is uh, really modern, beautiful, uh, beautiful properly. 
uh, features 349 guest rooms, 149 suites, and there's two presidential suites. Mm-hmm. Uh, In case two presidents show up. Yep. At yeah. the same time. At the same time. <laughs> Ooh, that sounds awkward. <laughs> what if they wear the same awkward. dress, too? <laughs> well, then we'll decide who wore it best. Mm, that's right. Uh, stars, they're just like us. <laughs> uh, new features at the Walt Disney World Swan Reserve include View, an exclusive rooftop space perfect for weddings and social gathering. I always have a hard time with that word. Gatherings. Galas. No, this, uh, this is a dumb word. Yes, social gatherings. <laughs> Perfect for weddings and social gatherings. Uh, breathtaking views of Walt Disney World Resort. There's a new signature Mediterranean restaurant, a grab-and-go cafe, scenic pool area with elevated deck and fire pit, uh, <laughs> fitness spenter. Fitness spenter? What the <laughs> What's up? State-of-the-art fitness center. Uh, more than 15,000 square feet of meeting space, including two ballrooms and 12 meeting rooms. Uh, 13,000 square feet of outdoor event space, a business center, and... Uh, uh, all of the uh, benefits of all the other Walt Disney World resorts. Mm-hmm. It's like the perfect pair of pants. Plenty of ballrooms. <laughs> I could not figure out where you were going with that. I knew exactly. Wow. He <laughs> <laughs> should have known. It looks so pretty. It's uh, they're yeah, almost it's finished building it, and it's it's beautiful. It looks like the rooms all feature floor-to-ceiling mm-hmm. uh, windows on every single room. It's just this wall of glass and this kind of blue and teal. Yeah, the finishes and colors and everything in there. I'm gonna excited to check it out. It's supposed to open in June. Hey, when you drive between the other Swan and Dolphin properties and that one, it feels like, well, this is way across the street. It feels so inconvenient. But when you're on the Swan Dolphin property... You can see there's just a walking path right there that that goes across. It's not a, quite a bridge, but they're looking at that down the road. But there's a path right there because it's right next to the um, Winter Summerland. Fantasia uh, Gardens. Fantasia yeah. Gardens golf course. Yeah. Golf course. Didn't they rip up tennis courts or something to put it in? Yeah, there, were, so. there were tennis courts and this big uh, event space that looked like a circus tent. <laughs> they, oh, yeah. they tore all that down to put this hotel there. I never knew what that was over there. Yeah, it was just event space you could rent out for your private galas mm. and such. And I guess it just wasn't being very well used. They broke ground on this right before <laughs> the COVID time started. Uh-huh. Yeah, it felt yeah. kind of bad for them. But it's coming along and they're ready to book it. And they're already, all their conferences are all sold out for the fall and winter, I can assure you. They yep. are indeed. <laughs> <As> we checked. <laughs> yeah. That's a shit. Yeah. Well, guys, it's time for a very, very special edition of... Oh. For the best travel hacks when you're planning your trips, here's key to the world travel with just the tips. Just the tips. And this week's tip comes to us from our very own Mr. Billy Parchman. Yeah, hey, this is Billy Parchman from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. My travel tip would be go ahead and download a QR scanner app before you go to Walt Disney World, uh, just because they have all the digital menus um, to order right now during everything. So go ahead and have that on your phone. Make it super easy. Wow, this Which, is like Inception. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. <laughs> Which you can actually use your camera as well so you don't actually have to download the the qr app anymore you can just 
open like you're taking a picture and it'll is that on on everything i know on the iphone it does it I, but yeah. i'm not familiar with those well, android non-iphone yeah, yeah. i'm just fairly recent yeah. addition to that i think when i recorded app. it it wasn't a thing when i recorded that sound bit and then i've been thinking about that for the last few months i've been like i gave this tip <laughs> I'm glad you played it tonight. And I'm like, gosh, that didn't age well. (laughs) Yeah. Be sure to bring your running shoes so you can run to the paper fast pass machine dispenser. I'm going to sound so stupid when that plays. So I'm glad I'm I'm on the show. You're here to defend yourself. Yes, correct it. (laughs) Yes. We're going to flog you later for shame. You can just adjust the tip to... Bring yeah. your phone. Yep. Yeah. Well, QR oh, yeah. QRs are all the all the rage right now. They really are. <laughs> yeah. What's that new Apple thing that they just started that they pretended like QR codes didn't exist and they called it Apple Clips or something? I saw yes. one on a gas pump the other day where it's like, "This is an Apple Clip. Scan this to pay." I'm like, I thought that's I thought it's a QR code. Those have been around, guys. <laughs> yes, this is proprietary. It only works with a lightning cable. This is another thing about all the paperwork you have to have to travel internationally right now. I went, this is the time when everybody's trying to get us to stop touching things and Mm -hmm. QR codes and virtual menus. And yet here, here everybody has 15 pages of paperwork. We keep going to restaurants where they're like, scan this code for your menu. But here's a paper menu of all the drinks. Like, what what are we doing (laughs) here? (laughs) Speaking of drinks, Heather's got a uh, news story <laughs> that uh, I think w- is right up Jeff's alley out of Egypt. I think we might have found Jeff's ancestors. Oh. Archaeologists have discovered the, the world's oldest brewery. I saw In that. Egypt. Did you yeah. see this? It's so cool. It's potentially, they think it's about 5,000 year old bre- beer factory, which I believe is also called a brewery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that was recently discovered in Egypt, and it looks like it was the specific point of this brewery was it was inside one of the big funeral facilities where they were, you know, creating mummies so they and could such. Pour one out for their lost friends. Yeah, or get drunk <laughs> while they're doing their work. I don't know. One of those two things. It says it was very impressively organized, almost like a modern-day brewery. It had eight different sections for different beers. Um, uh, Each one was about 65 feet long, and they had clay pots for storing the grain and the water and places to heat the the beer to, to start everything going. It looks really, really neat. But the coolest thing was it said it looks like they could make about 5,000 gallons of beer at once. Nice. Was there a tap room? Seems like a lot. Almost enough. (laughs) Right? Yeah, lots of that. It was discovered near uh, 16 new burial shafts. It was near the ancient uh, food truck court. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Pretty cool, though. uh, There's some pictures on here. This article is in Travel and Leisure, and on their website, they have a little video that shows has some footage of it, and it's pretty cool. Those are my two favorite things. Travel and Travel leisure. And, leisure. Yes. <laughs> and beer. Yeah. Three yeah. favorite. Well, and then Heather's got another story about your fourth favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is a place I want to visit when we're allowed to go to the Europe again. The Europe. <laughs> the Europe. The Europe. It's the world's largest chocolate museum debuting in Switzerland. And it features a 30-foot-tall chocolate fountain. 
Ooh, just like <laughs> Charlie looks, and the Chocolate Factory. Yes, it's a, and enormous pretzels to stick yes, into it. Dip into it. You, Giant rods. <laughs> I'm I'm guessing that for a while you're not going to be able to bring your own enormous rod. Dip anything and in I this chocolate do. factory. <laughs> Especially not that. Wow. You guys. Can't can't take you guys anywhere. Well, this is the largest museum of chocolate in the world. It's 65,000 square feet of chocolate content. Including a, a... an interactive exhibit dedicated to chocolate, which I hope means you get to eat your way through well, the exhibit. So. Right? Yeah. What other interaction is there with I'm chocolate? I'm not sure. <laughs> There's a chocolate shop and then a huge space that looks really cool for doing or chocolate making classes, learning how to make chocolate, decorate chocolates. Looks really cool. It looks like a kitchen out of like MasterChef or something it with all does. these tables. Like, yeah. And the, but it's the chocolate fountain that's really the main attraction. It's 30 feet tall, and the top of it is a giant golden whisk that drips yeah, down cool. 1,500 liters of liquid cocoa into a giant Lindor truffle. Ooh. <laughs> Lindor yeah. is good stuff. They're so yummy. We went to a chocolate uh, museum slash factory and did a whole thing in the Paris. That was really fun. We made little, basically, we, drawings. little drawings. Yeah. I think we each got to pick. I think I did Mickey Mouse because Mickey Mouse is mm-hmm. the best. Was that right. uh, on an ABD? It was Adventures by Disney's. Um, yeah, the Nights and Lights, or whatever they call it now. It's just called Paris and such a great trip, London or something. We we did these chocolate drawings. Basically, we we painted a Disney character on a piece of white chocolate, which was really cool. And, and they. They package it up for you, and when you get back to the hotel, they have your drawing slash candy bar yeah. all right there. For and you. they gave us a pound of chocolate. Oh right? yeah, you get to choose your yeah. type of chocolate and all your ingredients, and they make a bar for you and yeah. package it up. And send it was you a beautiful. Big and, block of yeah. candy bar. And didn't they give us hot chocolate too while we were there? It was so much chocolate. There was just chocolate. chocolate everywhere. <laughs> a lot of interaction you, with chocolate. You could try the original hot chocolate drink that the the Mayans or the Aztecs mm-hmm. one of those Somebody two yeah, that has it's like just bitter chocolate and hot peppers that one wasn't my favorite I liked we a little sweeter part I of that tour to go drink next door we did there was a beautiful little cafe next door <laughs> kind we of went back in time for the chocolate eating yes <laughs> <laughs> well I'm gonna head there as soon as I'm allowed out mm-hmm. of were there any mushrooms in that chocolate? I was going to say, tell, oh. I know where I'm going to head as soon as I'm allowed out of uh, this whole safe social distancing, staying away from people thing. And that's this week's uh, crazy, wild, weird, and wacky festival. Uh, this this week, we're going to Crystal Falls, Michigan for the humongous Michigan. fungus fest. What? Oh. <laughs> oh. Are you guys ex- as excited as I am? Is this a mushroom Shroom festival? Fest. This is not just a mushroom fest. This is the mushroom fest. It is uh, in <clears throat> in Crystal Falls, Michigan. Uh, there is the second oldest and largest living organism in the world. Huh. And it is this humongous fungus, which is a giant mushroom colony. And they're all, because of the way mushrooms reproduce, they're all clones of each other. And they're all connected on uh, 
molecular like, level. They're, they're yeah. all connected together, but they spread over 37 acres. What? It, this fungus weighs 21,000 pounds, and it's approximately 1,500 years old. What? Ooh. A 1,500-year-old yeah. mushroom? Yeah. Wow. Uh, it's, it's one of these giant uh, ancient megal... I mean, there's another... There's like a stand of aspen trees that is also... They're, they're these mega organisms. Uh, huh. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> um, oh, organism. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yep. Anyway, yep. Uh, so <laughs> so every year uh, for three days, uh, they, they throw, you know, your typical small town festival where they celebrate their humongous fungus, uh, but they also have a pancake breakfast, Volleyball tournament, mm-hmm. horseshoes, softball games. Do they, uh, do they put mushrooms on the pancakes? <laughs> I assume so. Uh, if you've if you've got room after uh, all taking part in the pie eating contests and the ice cream socials, it's time for the main event of this festival, which is the preparation and eating of the humongous pizza. Ooh, mm. okay, okay. Now you now you got me. They claim that it's the largest mushroom pizza in the world at ten feet square. Uh, it's not ah. the largest. It's not the largest pizza period in the world, which was made in South Africa in 1990, which weighed twenty six thousand eight hundred eighty three pounds. What? Uh, but wow. it's the largest mushroom pizza, and they go out into the woods and they pick mushrooms off of the humongous fungus to top the pizza with. That's what I was going to ask. Can you eat the humongous fungus? Yes. Yep. <laughs> Huh. Yeah. Uh, they say that the fungus is actually a little underwhelming if you go and look at it because most of the body of it is under the ground. So you, you go out in the woods and you just see these tiny little button mm. mushroom packs oh. poking up through the dirt. But the good news is the pizza the itself is only 1,000 years old. <laughs> Gross. But it's still good for breakfast. So these are edible mushrooms then. They're not uh, poisonous or psychedelic or, or psychedelic mushrooms. Yeah. I, I'd hope so because they've been holding this festival for many years, and that would be a lot of maybe poisonings. Well, in my hometown, we have the Mullet Festival every year. Oh my! And I'm, <laughs> you know, I grew, haircut, I grew up in uh, fish. in Mississippi, so you would think it would be the the, the haircut, but it's mm-hmm. the fish. Business in front, party in the back. That's right. Oh. No, but uh, yeah, it's the fish. I was not aware there was a fish. Do, do they do a mullet? mullet toss like they, they do, do across? They the, do a mullet yeah. toss. They have. Lots of vendors, and it's a good old time. Huh. <laughs> That's all there is. Well, Just throw a fish. Throw put a fish, that one on the dogs, list after, on. after we go to the Hobo <laughs> Festival. We'll go, we'll go toss some fish. Brady, do they have a weird festival in your, uh, your neck of the woods? No, I don't think so. I mean, I live in Kentucky, so I'm sure there's something. There's got to be the something. The whole state is but a festival. I, yeah, I mean... <laughs> But, you know, I like to consider myself on the, the high end of normal. So I haven't been to anything super weird. <laughs> oh, there's there's like... got to be something, some kind of holler fest. <laughs> uh, or like a like a like a baseball bat festival. We do have the slugger. Ah, yeah. The World Chicken Festival in London, Kentucky, every September. Mm. Yes. That's to celebrate the world chicken. It is a is cele- it, it is a is festival it? that is uh, a tribute to Colonel Sanders. Colonel Sanders, yes. that's oh, cool. Kentucky oh. Fried Chicken. Oh, was he sense. from Kentucky? Weird. <laughs> Strange how that is. 
Have you ever attended a, the gathering of the Kentucky Colonels, which is an event I just made up? But, oh, dude, I would Please. go to that. <laughs> there's a there's a Kentucky beer cheese oh. festival. I've actually, you uh, think I've been that's to that pretty one of those. specific. Yeah, actually, that that reminds me, Brittany. Can you nominate me to be a Kentucky Colonel? I think you just have to be nominated <laughs> by a citizen. Oh, yeah, I was, what oh, is that? You guys in Louisville in July, they have the Big Lebowski festival. I have no idea, but we can, you can bowl and drink white Russians. So it's there you go. Be I'm fun. into that. I will go to that. So a few years ago, I dressed up as big boy Thor um, during Mickey's <laughs> not so yes. scary Halloween party. And I can't tell you how many people thought I was the big Lebowski. <laughs> it's kind of the so same like, character. You're going to have a, you're going to have a white Russian. And I'm like, see, next year you just bring a rug with you <laughs> and right. you're the big Lebowski. That's right. There you go. Reuse that costume. Absolutely. That's right. See, uh, you can, if there's a state in this country, you can find a weird festival in it. I think that's the rule mm-hmm. in order to be part of the United States. You got to have a weird festival. Yeah. And thank God for it, because I love those little little festivals. When it comes to planning your next adventure, knowledge and preparation are always key. That's why a call to your Key to the World Travel Vacation Planner should always be at the top of your to-do list when you feel the urge to venture forth and explore the world. Key to the World Travel is an authorized Disney vacation planner, specializing in travel to Disney theme parks around the world, as well as Disney Cruise Line, Alani, and Adventures by Disney. With over 450 travel advisors who share a deep love for Disney destinations, Key to the World Travel has a wealth of knowledge and passion to help you experience all the magic with none of the work. Wherever your wanderlust is driving you, Key to the World Travel is a full-service travel agency with the expertise to get you where you want to go. So whether you're headed to Universal Studios, Hawaii, Europe, or somewhere a little farther off the beaten track, your first step should always be to visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a no-obligation quote. Their expert travel planners are standing by to help you with every detail of your perfect vacation. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com or at Key to the World Travel on Facebook. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. I choose you, Mexico. Just like Pokemon, it seems like there's an almost endless variety of all-inclusive resorts out there. And with an always-growing list of innovative and exciting luxuries, activities, and restaurant options, it can feel like you got to catch them all. But a smart trainer knows how to pick the perfect Pokemon for any given challenge. How can you decide which resort is right for you? Fortunately, we have a pair of Key to the World Travel's expert travel planners with us to share their recent adventure, exploring a whole pack of resorts to give you an idea of some of the different flavors available. Let's go! And all the tacos and margaritas. Oh, come on. <laughs> was I was wondering, what I forgot to ask y'all, was was this your first, either of your first trips to Mexico? Or were you veterans? This was my first extended stay. I have stopped in a couple of different Mexico cities on cruise ships, but oh, gotcha. I, have not, um, I had not stayed at an all-inclusive resort in Mexico. And honestly, I felt a little dumb because Mexican food is my favorite food. And 
I, it was kind of like, once I got there, it felt like home to me. And I thought, why haven't I been coming here mm-hmm. more frequently? Mm-hmm. Because Absolutely. the food was outstanding. The drinks were outstanding. So I can't the, wait to go back. Yeah. Same, same thing. Just cruise ships, uh, mm-hmm. just the day in, in the port. Um, I've done Chichen Itza. Yeah. You know, that was our big thing. Cause we want to see all the new world wonders and mm-hmm. so we've gotten mm-hmm. like three of them done so far. So that was one oh, of them. Nice. Yeah. Same for me. I hadn't got this trip, but my first experience with Mexico was uh, an excursion from a, a cruise uh, that stopped in Cozumel. Billy, yeah. had you done all inclusive before? Uh, not not in Mexico, just in Jamaica. In Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was my first all inclusive was in Jamaica. And mm-hmm. then same beyond that, I only did, uh, I've only done Mexican ones and uh, I love yeah. them. We started, we, I think it was at you. It was the Cozumel excursion your first time to Mexico as well, Jeff? No, I used to go to Mexico as a kid because oh, we would come right. back to the States, but it was all like land trips coming in through mm-hmm. from down San Diego and into yeah, Mexico. I died in that the way. trunk next to the <laughs> Yeah, this was much more comfortable just to sail in or fly in. I get tired of sharing a trunk with a donkey. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with that flight home with that first class and the, the whole leg room and. I saw your pictures. That's right. right. My space pod on the way home. Yes. Yeah, we got, we were on a a kind of a late flight home and they were, the airlines are switching out all of their big planes that normally fly to Europe that they're not flying there right now. And we got this huge wide body jet with a really fancy first class. There were 36 people on this enormous Mm -hmm. jet. There were three of us that were in the whole like. Uh, what do they call it? Delta One with the mm-hmm. pods where you can lay all the way down. You have retractable walls and all. It was fancy. <laughs> I wish the flight had been longer. But... <laughs> I know. So to we were all uh, at, at, with Key to the World Travel. We're on a hosted trip to uh, Charisma Resorts Margaritaville Island Reserve mm, to check it. out it. It was unfortunate enough to they opened their grand opening was four days before the pandemic shut everything Mm. down in March. And so they were shut down for months and months and then reopened in late summer. And the place is spectacular. Oh, it's beautiful. Such a shame because what a gorgeous resort. Really loved it. It's smallish. It looks, I'm not sure of the details. It looks like they bought three, maybe hotels and redid them all into one resort. There's three distinct theme sets there. And they all have the quaint boutique feel. They each have their own kind of theme, each section, uh, and each have a pool and a bar and a. Uh, well, some have the swim out rooms. That's where I wanted to be. But. Did a uh, personal friend of the show, Mr. James Buffett, reach you uh, at the door? He was not there. He was actually in the room where they were doing the COVID testing. <laughs> <laughs> but he did make sure that we were each given a pair of flip flops. That's right. Yeah. Upon when you check, right from the time you check in, all of the Margaritaville Resort properties, and there are several different brands of Margaritaville throughout the, the world, but this they all have the giant flip-flop somewhere in the lobby. This one is a long, beautiful, open-air lobby with these hanging beds and cool hangout spots. It's all open-air. The beautiful beach breeze hits you as soon as you walk in. You see the enormous flip-flop. Then when you check in, they hand you a pair. Mm-hmm. And there's always someone that sizes you up for your proper pair. So they gave Heather, like, I don't know, an extra large. She was like a size five shoe. They gave her a nine or something. I had to swap. They did not fit. But they're cute. They're like the little, you know, uh, 
Margaritaville themed with palm trees and whatnot. Yeah. That was nice upon check-in. There, while you're in the resort, you have, uh, instead of a room key where you have to carry a lanyard or something, they had a nice little leather bracelet with a, a small plate with the Margaritaville logo that was an RFID that would open up your room, and it was also for any credits that you spend in the stores and things. I would love to pay for that upgrade to the Magic Band at Disney. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. like something that looks like an adult would want to wear. Yes. Did y'all get the margarita popsicle when you first I checked did. in, too? Yes. I did. Oh, I forgot about that. Mm, it was yep, so yummy. You're handed that lime margarita popsicle while you're checking in. So, you know, not that check-in was that tedious. We did have to no. go ahead and schedule our COVID test while we were doing it. But while we were doing your normal check-in procedure, we were eating a margarita popsicle. So... It was pretty painless. Yeah, that's I had one thing to I will about. say for the uh, the Mexican AI experience, all inclusive. <clears throat> the service level in Mexico, they are so so friendly. They are mm-hmm. all just so outgoing and fun and funny mm-hmm. and just the warmest people in general. And the service at every one of these places I have stayed in has just been amazing. Absolutely, I agree, hundred percent. Sometimes you arrive and they're greeting you with music. They're always there's always some kind of here's a pair of flip flops. Here's a snack. They give you snacks or drinks or Mm -hmm. the last place that Heather and I went, they handed you uh, took us right into the bar to talk to the check in lady while they were giving us a margarita. Mm. Okay, that's that's always I love love your property. So I think Mexico's gotten a bit of a bad rap um, in, in the last few years. People have been worried about. Their safety. What did y'all think of? How did you feel when you were there? Was it? Were you yeah, especially Britain? You or? arrived with one other lady of your same. You know, two just two gals showing up in Mexico. How did that feel, and how did it go? You know, I think the. The thing that helped us a lot, because I had not flown into the Cancun airport before, was that we had our airport transfers already scheduled. Mm-hmm. And so I do that. I would you know, suggest that for everybody because we knew what we were looking for. We knew exactly what our driver would be wearing. And so mm-hmm. we, it was very simple once we got off and cleared customs. And like you said, Jeff, we had a very empty flight. So we were through customs within 10 minutes. I mean, luggage hadn't even gotten off the plane and we were already. Right. you know admitted into the country and then we walked right out we found our very friendly driver and they sanitized our luggage and put us in our van so we felt very safe there wasn't you know how sometimes when you get off a cruise ship port people are like coming up to you and haggling you because they all are trying to sell their excursion there's a there's a a long hallway hallway. when you're done with customs and your luggage i call it running the gauntlet but those are there are car rental booths on either side, uh-huh. and then all of the cab drivers and other um, excursion operators, excursion and such. operators and things. They're all there. They're all legit. They're not allowed to be in there unless they're legit. So mm-hmm. that's different than a cruise port where yeah, you don't nobody's know who scamming you. Yeah, is legit. These are all legit people, but there's a lot of. Do you need a ride? Do you need a ride? And it, it could be a little intimidating, I could think. But as long as you have prearranged, I can't stress that enough. Prearrange uh-huh. your airport tra- or mm-hmm. airport to hotel transfers and that's what we said we just said no thank you we've got it covered yeah. and then we were walked right outside and, they and yep. they're not fine. aggressive or rude or anything but they will you're going to get asked if you need a ride a hundred times between yeah. <laughs> between yes. the, your luggage pickup and where the things are and but sometimes two, have you set up snorkeling or whatever you'll have them asking yeah you that stuff the two biggest course, carriers of those transfers down there uh, amstar and lomas and they have 
color-coded fun costumes are easy to spot. Both companies are great, and both companies are easy to find your people and know right where you're going. They're standing there with a sign with your name on it. And then once you're on property, obviously I felt very safe. It's very well lit. There are very friendly workers everywhere to help you. And for some people that that may be all they want to do. And the best thing about it all inclusive is you don't ever have to leave if you don't want to. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. um, if you do want to leave, like you kind of said, there's a couple destination management companies there that offer tours and I always tell people just go with somebody from the hotel that you know who they recommend and all of that is very safe would I suggest like hailing a cab and just wandering around probably not but if you go with a reputable tour operator that's you know suggested by your travel agent or the hotel then absolutely you should have no problem yeah and I feel like it's kind of the same anywhere you travel you have to just have common sense and even if you're in a big city like Paris. Right. You know, just if you don't know where you're going or what you're doing, there's a possibility that you could get scammed. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's the same thing for Mexico. I don't think it's, it's any worse. That starts the similarities to me with uh, if you're on a cruise, I always recommend using the crew, the tour operators that are sponsored by or are working directly with the cruise ships. And same here. There's these companies you can book directly. They come right to your hotel. They get you their hotel approved. You don't have to go find your own way and call a cab and make your way to the boat dock to get. You don't have to do any of that. They pick you right up. They know who you are. You know who they are. It's mm-hmm. great. And if you are the adventurous type who really does want to, the experience of taking a cab to an authentic restaurant or something like that, the resorts will help you set that up, too. And they'll Absolutely. make sure that you go with a a reputable cab company and give you recommendations on, you know, where to go to get those authentic tacos. If that's what you want to do. Um, Turns out it's in their best interest to make sure that uh, their guests don't end up beheaded. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's really (laughs) like nobody's good idea. I think people, you know, people reading the news about things going on in places like Mexico city. And that's so far removed from, the Mexican Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. just not the experience there. Nobody who doesn't belong on those resorts is getting on those resorts. You can't even you get sure past the gate. As we saw it, yeah. we were able to tour eight or eight so different. resorts mm-hmm. and every one of them are groups, clusters of resorts that are in an area that's gated and you have to check in and there are heavily armed guards at mm-hmm. each of these places. You don't get into that that area and then like so maybe this one area has four or five resorts and they're all heavily armed and you have mm-hmm. to be the right person to get in yeah and it's not that they need those because there are cartels Marauders. or anybody trying to get on it's they this is how they have responded to all the bad press that mexico has gotten in the last few years they really want you as an american guest to feel like you're safe there because mm-hmm. the the truth is that it, it especially, you know, Cancun, Riviera Maya, their resort areas on both sides of Mexico over on, on the Pacific side too. This is their economy. Travel and tourism is what's, you know, sustaining all of those communities and losing that is just really devastating for all those communities. And so they, they then they had the place that they're getting the most of their visitors is the United States. So they're really making sure that, that you feel safe and comfortable and, it's why they all also reacted so quickly 
when uh, the COVID testing regulations came out and now you have to have a, a COVID test within three days of your flight. They got on that right like away. Within a day and a half, everyone yeah. of the- yeah. We had answers from everybody. Yeah, the resorts, were they were slowly coming in the first day. And then by the second day of that, that being the rule, every single resort has stepped up. So they will all either provide on-site uh, testing or they will take you somewhere that's uh, safe and reputable for your testing. And most of them, not 100%, but most of them, if you were uh, unfortunate enough to have a positive COVID result, you can quarantine there at the thing. They have whole buildings they've put aside for quarantining anybody that did have a positive test. And most of them are letting you quarantine for your 10 or 14 days for free. Mm-hmm. And most of them are covering the cost of the COVID test as well. Yeah. Or it's either covered or um, very discounted. Less than just going to the Walgreen or something here in the States. Sure, yeah. Well, let's talk about uh, each of the properties that uh, you guys visited. And maybe if you could give us an idea. Well, yeah, I mean, a quick quick look. We don't have to go super in-depth, deep dive. But um, just to give people an idea, because... Each of these places has kind of a little bit of a different flavor. They might be for a different kind of guest looking for Mm -hmm. a different kind of experience, whether that's outdoor adventures or certain types of luxury or whatever. So maybe we can talk a little bit about where we stayed. The Margaritaville Island Reserve, like I had said, is very boutique-y. It was great for uh, romantic trips or it would be great for like we were a group of adults friends, business conferences, things like that. There's no conference space, but like girl trip. It was great. It was a lot of beach, a lot of bars, a lot of great restaurants. Not a lot for kids to do unless you have a kid that's of the age where they just love being in a pool and you live somewhere where spending pool time is not Mm -hmm. something they get all the time. They do have a kid's club. They had a little kid's club, but generally I would say this is ideal for adults now we also were lucky enough to tour the upcoming say and mm. billy where was Nickelodeon? <laughs> yeah oh. if you have always wanted to be slimed and we got the place for you yeah, yeah we got to put on hard hats and tour this uh it's still under construction opening in june that's going to be the ultimate family paradise man it looks oh awesome. yeah it looks all amazing. the characters all the fun but still somehow totally gorgeous and luxurious at the same mm-hmm. time too and then we toured properties that were right next to each other there was uh generations which was very family friendly a lot of kids stuff a lot of huge pools a lot of swim out rooms on every level that one was great Great for children, I Just think. Just all swim-out rooms, almost. I think yeah. the, I right. think there were very few levels that didn't have a swim-out. Yeah, I think the top two levels yeah. didn't have swim-outs, but the bottom three levels had either swim-out to the main pool or a swim-out in, like, this third-floor moat, which is crazy. Well, <laughs> yeah. And- <laughs> yeah, it kind of was. What I liked about Generations was they also offer, like, three-bedroom suite options. So it really mm-hmm. is a destination for families that, grandparents that want to bring grandkids and children with them and they can all stay together and have that common space. But if that's too, too much togetherness, you know, then they can get the individual suites. Yeah. Um, and, Close that door. and like you, you mentioned Jeff, the generations is right next to El Dorado Royale and El Dorado Casitas. And both of those are adults only properties, but anyone that is over 18 has the, the ability to leave generations and, you know, just, walk down the beach and access those adults. Only. And it's literally just right next door. 
And Nickelodeon is on the other side too. Yeah. Right. And so that's always a fun option, I think, for people when they have exchange privileges anywhere, just to be able to experience another place, experience other pools, restaurants, et cetera. So I really Mm -hmm. liked that kind of strip of those four properties. Yeah, Charisma does a lot of that, and AM Resorts does that too, where they share, they'll have a a Secrets and a Now right together, or a Breathless and a something, and you can share the the amenities at both. And it's great because you can put your kid in the kids club at the family place and then walk over to the adult only place and have an amazing dinner. Why do so many of those resorts have names to make them sound like they're like uh, secret swingers clubs? Yeah. Because they are. The AM yeah, resorts have okay. secrets and breathless. Breathless, yeah. yeah. Breathless. I have a secret that'll make you breathless. <laughs> and hedonism, that one, they're not even playing. Oh, yeah, no, that, okay. was, that was right out, right out of the front with that one. Yeah. And then there's Hidden Beach. <laughs> oh, that's yes. right. We, so we oh, toured the first day, place? we toured the uh, Seaside Palms and the Seaside, what was the Sweets, other? Seaside Suites. Seaside Suites and the Seaside Palms. And then next to those, those are gorgeous properties, by the way. If you're into beach, Seaside Palms, I think, was my yeah, favorite of the beach and the palm trees. A lot of on-the-beach stuff. But as part of that... Uh, whole complex there there was we were driving by and he's like oh and that we can't tour that but that's the all clothing optional why can we not tour that i know (laughs) but it's all it's all clothing optional and they have naked restaurants naked dance clubs naked coffee shops naked pools and everything and naked beach yeah i don't know i don't know about that it's a lifestyle choice (laughs) bring your towel everywhere you go yeah they have it. I'm not that free. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I used to play with the Outer Vibe. Uh, there was a band, <clears throat> a local Grand Rapids band that we met a couple of times that shows that they became like the go-to band to be booked at the one nudist resort in <laughs> West Michigan. There's a nudist resort in Wait, West what? Michigan. We yeah. have a nudist yeah. resort? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's down around, I, I believe it's down around the Sagatuck. Area. Oh, yeah. Sagatuck, uh, I believe it. Yeah. But uh, what? How do you yeah, become so. the go-to band for nudist colonies? No, right? they didn't want the band to be naked. They wanted them to just come play music, but everybody else was naked. And what, so they had a lot of stories about... I don't remember. Red Hot Chili some, Peppers. It was, yeah. some, it was some group of middle-aged men that play old old 70s huh. yacht rock covers wow. and stuff. Yeah, it's so, too cold here most of the time to be naked. Right. <laughs> Right, that's not a very good industry, but yeah, the restaurants and everything, or yeah, it's that's why the rules bring your towel. I had no idea. Towel. Wow. Did you guys have a favorite of the resorts that we toured that were complete and able to be visited now? I really liked Azul. Oh yeah, oh, that we didn't one even was touch beautiful. On that one, that or one the fact be... that they have overwater bungalows in Mexico. They do. Yeah, not there, but. What'd you like about Azul the most? I love the like the the kids club like the the splash pad. They yes. had um, great setup for families with kids. Very much. Ones. I um, I thought when I walked in that suite, they really thought of everything. I have two daughters, absolutely. and when they were little, I felt like we had to bring so much baby stuff with us, mm-hmm. and it yeah. was just extra 
suitcases of stuff. And when you walked into yep. that mm-hmm. family suite, they had, you can get a, an actual crib, not even a pack and play. You can get a crib. Yep. You can get a bottle warmer. You can get, they had a monitor. A stroller. Swim mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a stroller while, and let your older kid swim while your younger kid takes a nap. Yeah, strollers. I mean, they had so many, and I looked it up, they call it toddler inclusive amenities. And it just felt like this is so convenient. I could travel here with mm-hmm. my young kids and I wouldn't you don't bring anything. Oh, they had the yeah, they little had bath bottle warmers. They things. had yeah, the little bath uh-huh. seat for, for yeah. infants yep. to get bathed in. They have a huge like all of those uh, jacuzzi family suite rooms have a huge jacuzzi right in the yeah. middle of like the room. They also have, have another tub and shower in the bathroom, but they all have this big jacuzzi in there. And they had a little toddler or uh, infant seat. I thought that you, was so cool. You could seriously so you roll just go up with online no and you give them a menu of everything you need in your room, whether mm-hmm. it's a bassinet or a crib or whatever, even <laughs> monitors. It was great. I, I don't think it's recommended to put a baby in a jacuzzi, though. <laughs> well, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it's not a hot. It's just a big it's tub. It's just a bathtub. It did have yeah. jets. But, but. You know, something else that I thought was really neat and you don't see a lot of places is in those family suites, they had two twin beds. Um, Mm -hmm. And then a bed for a larger bed for the parents. But a lot of times I get clients that say, well, I've got a 13-year-old daughter and a 15-year-old son, and they don't want to share a bed. So we need at least three beds. I really liked that in that kid area, which was kind of partitioned off, which is also a bonus. They had the two separate beds. Yeah, a sliding glass partition. Mm -hmm. Yeah, those rooms were great. And every one of those rooms in that family suite style of the side of the Azula Resort had connecting uh-huh. rooms too, so you could connect uh-huh. six rooms together and have a big multi-generation. Yeah. Nickelodeon group. was like that too. It seems like Charisma when they were thinking about their family resorts, they they really thought about that stuff. Yeah, the lady that was giving us a tour of the Nickelodeon property said this was their first property ever, but every single room will connect on both sides. Every so you single could, one. You could get. Uh, a whole, you could get a whole floor of rooms connected if you had an enormous group. I don't know mm-hmm. why in the world you'd do that. No. The one thing that was neat was they had clusters of four rooms that had a sort of exterior hallway and then a door there. So you could lock or close that one door, mm-hmm. then have all of your front doors and those connecting room doors of your four up to four rooms at a time open so kids could feel free to leave your place and go to grandma's room or whatever. They couldn't get out mm-hmm. into the main hallway or part of the hotel, but they could stay just in your little cluster. Really well thought out for families. Just get a big old slime party going on. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Or if and, it gets too yeah. slimy, you go to grandma's. Yeah. And Nickelodeon also had swim-out rooms that you could, yeah. if you were on one of the upper levels, you swim could swim to, uh, swim to a bar. Yeah. If you were on the main level, you could swim to the main feature pool. Mm-hmm. But they were thoughtful in this family resort to put a bar at each level. So each swim out room connects to at least a small bar you can swim yes. to to swim away from your children. Yes. <laughs> You're also going to have the largest water park in Mexico open oh, up. Oh, yeah. And the way they designed it, it is it is it's quite a distance away from the actual rooms yeah. of the resort. And they, they're going to have a tram that goes back and forth all day. And that way, because that water park is going to be open to the public as well um that way it keeps the people separated yeah yeah you could have your oceanfront relaxing yeah and you're not hearing all the squeals of people getting slimed and water slides and all that stuff 
Uh, Azul, to me, back to that one with the family suites, had the most beautiful grounds. And yeah. the mm-hmm. grounds were cut. The whole thing was one continuous lazy river that kind of meandered all the way through the property. And there were separate pools that didn't connect to that. And then there were swim out rooms that did and some didn't connect. But the whole thing was just pools and beautiful palm trees and green stuff everywhere in the it's called Azul, so all the pools were extremely blue tile. Yes, blue. beautiful blue. It was just gorgeous. And so the, pretty. Uh, beach views from there were great. Beautiful mm-hmm. resort. And the, the kids' oh. club and the the uh, splash pad and the kids' restaurant, like the pizza restaurant, were separated. They're right behind the family, the family suites. suites, which was phenomenal because it keeps that section um, yep. separate. Which is yeah, there's like a middle middle building that's for everybody, and then the sort of family suite section to the left of that, and on the other side of the middle building is the adults only, and you can all of that connected by water somehow, but like it it was great. It kept the kids and the family feel on one side, and the mm-hmm. adults and uh, mm-hmm. the uh, yeah, it's like they like thought about club <laughs> level. Yeah, yeah they, they really, really did. did. These all feel very uh, well thought out. thought out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think my second favorite after I really fell in love with Margaritaville. I want to go back there. I agree. The other one I really loved was the El Dorado Casitas because I thought the rooms were so neat. So they different. Were, yeah. It almost felt like a, they I don't know, like, like an authentic bungalow. Yeah. Feel, but and it way had more like affordable. A, <laughs> a vaulted roof with, oh, with natural wood beams the and woods. a huge huge bathtub in the room but then also an outdoor shower and an indoor shower and a lot of their rooms also had the swim ups which is very cool yeah it felt like a little private cabin of your own and each yeah. each of the buildings that weren't on the swim outside were a cluster of four and even the lower floor had super tall ceilings yeah uh, not as tall and rounded as the, the top floor, but a lot of inside and outside. Everything was rough-hewn wood. It looked, there was literally a guy we saw coming out of a room with a chainsaw where they'd yeah. been replacing some railings and stuff. So these are just trees. They yeah. cut yeah. off natural wood, and then they stain mm-hmm. them, of course, and seal them. But it's it's rough. It was so pretty. And that, that was wood. an adults-only property. And they have the out, outdoor showers and everything. Mm-hmm. Agua del Amor. Yes. That was one, when I walked in, the first thing I thought of was like intimacy, honeymoon, anniversary, people that just want to get away and celebrate being together. Um, it, everything about it, it was pretty. It was just a classic, all-inclusive property. Mm-hmm. It was gorgeous. Uh, mm-hmm. And that, uh, the Casitas and Royale had a really interesting restaurant that I'm dying to oh, try. Yeah. The Fuente. Fuente. Yes. What did they right call it? Alley. Culinary theater. Culinary theater. So it's like a dinner theater show where you go watch cooking demos, essentially. So you're eating food, but they're doing like a whole cooking show kind of thing on a stage, like a demo kitchen raised stage in front of where you're eating facing. And there's them. screens on every corner so you can watch yeah. it all filmed. And it's a very it's, like multi-course gourmet experience too. It wasn't. Right? The, it was like a hundred dollar upcharge for. Yeah, this not thing, much right? for no. what you're getting. I think it was less than that. I think it's only ten dollars if you just did the food. But if you wanted to add the wine, Karen, 
that was that was where the cost came in. But we had an uh, Leah, we had an agent that had done that, and she said they have a bar in there which is included. So if you know if you just want to do the ten dollars and experience the food, you can go up and get a cocktail um, and not pay for that wine pairing if you don't want to. There was a stage in there where I guess musicians play. You got the cooking show, and then apparently the waiters also come out and do, do a show show and the whole thing it sounds spectacular yeah what y'all think of the food all week i was actually you know charisma touts themselves as the gourmet inclusive experience Mm -hmm. and i thought the food was tremendous oh yeah Mm -hmm. i really did i was shocked to be perfectly honest with you because it can really be hit or miss you know anytime you're going somewhere where they're preparing food and sometimes mass preparing food for many people um it it can be hit or miss, but and it's included. I did not have a bad meal. No, I really didn't. So I, we had I had flight issues on the way down, so we were delayed. Yes. <laughs> issues and, with an yes, S, yes. With, with an S, and so I was supposed to be there at like one. I got there right, right when all of our events were starting. Didn't even have time to change. Clock. Yeah, and so like I'm sitting on the in the airplane, not moving, and I'm texting Brittany, and I'm like what are you looking at right now? And she texts me this beautiful picture of this guacamole um, and a margarita. And I'm like, Oh, the beach. Yes. The food was so good. Rita's taco house. That's exactly what I was about to say. Like that. When we ate there, the the little mini tacos, there's so many different kinds that you can get. And then you can get like, the massive, big, huge ones and the homemade guacamole. That I still just, have dreams about that. They place. have a lot of these fun for groups or families, interactive, uh, yes. shareable things. They have a tower of nachos. And when they brought oh. it out, it's in, it's served in like, it looks like a can of yeah. Cheese Whiz. Yeah. And you're like, oh. Like a paint what? can and it's, size. Like a paint and it's can. built in this it can. And the cheese that's on it is not this gross cheese, but it's like a funny... Thing. So they bring it out. We're all looking like, how are we going to eat out of this can? And then they lift the can off. There's no bottom to the can. And it just created this mini layers deep pile of nachos. But they were careful, unlike at Jimmy Buffett's normal restaurants. These were layered so that each layer had chips and toppings and everything else. So. And, and that massive fish taco that we got. Yeah, shark they have a shareable taco. shark bite fish taco. It's just bigger than billy's head and this is <laughs> this is an audio only show but billy's got a really big head it's very nice looking though <laughs> yeah it's a beautiful head but it's a big one but this this taco they bring it out on this stand and then they tip it over for you and it's what would you say that's like a 16 inch tortilla yes. it had to have like oh it's not Billy and I, we had eaten several things we were like we'll order this just for the instagram of it yeah but we ate and ate and ate and ate on this <laughs> This stupid fish taco. I must have eaten seven of these fish fillets, and there were still, still so much left. It was, it was, I felt kind of bad giving it back to the waiter after we were done. I'm like, I promise, we ate. We yeah. ate so much. But you know, not only was the food good, but something that also really impressed me was just the general atmosphere and ambiance of yes. every single restaurant we mm. went into. Mm-hmm. We went into that Italian restaurant at Seaside Suites, and it was like I felt like I was eating on a cobblestone street in Italy. Yeah. I mean, yes. everything was so beautifully done mm-hmm. and just incredibly themed. You walked in when we ate at the Asian restaurant. You walk in and you're like, 
Yeah, that place is gorgeous. Am I even at the hotel anymore? This doesn't look like yeah. I'm at the same place. I, you know, so I, I loved that. I loved being taken to a new place every time I went to eat. Yeah, the, the mezcal, what do they call it? The mezcalia or whatever that was in that, um, that was in Azul, the mezcal bar. Oh, oh where yeah. was that? Yeah. Oh, was that with, with yeah. all the little clever sayings well, on that? was in that. Seaside or whatever. Yeah, that place was gorgeous. Everything's like super themed and pretty and yeah frank and lola's in our own hotel was like yeah. a beautiful italian thing but it was you know still kind of jimmy buffety and i don't know i love it the charisma resorts do a great job with the food and the theming and the what was the name of that uh the one next door to frank and lola's that we ate at that was like latin and asian Latino. fusion well, yes. yeah it was yeah. so good sushi and it's called latino so we figured it was going to be latin food yes. so we get in there and then it's like they have like few some was just asian some was latin and some was a fusion of both like their spring rolls did y'all have the spring rolls there yes yeah, so they good. were phenomenal yeah i haven't had supper yet i'm hungry <laughs> <laughs> yeah talking um, about all the food there was, ooh, i would compare so these resorts and we're talking specifically charisma this week but we've done am and many of these other sandals all that they're, uh, they're kind of like just a land cruise. And right mm -hmm. now, no one can cruise. As much as we want to, you just can't do it. If, you've, if you're the kind of people that love cruising and you just can't wait to get back, I would highly recommend. I think people think of these all-inclusive resorts as, as like we mentioned, hedonism or the, Spring the naked break place. Craziness. They're not like that. They're, most mm -hmm. of them are great for families. There's a ton of stuff to do besides mm -hmm. the the same excursions and kinds of things you find Could yourself do on doing cruise. on cruises. They have a lot of them have climbing walls and water slides and just you can activities. even ride camels we did on the cooking beach. demos and yeah, camels on the beach. Like, yeah, what? <laughs> in yeah, Mexico. And all of them, which of them? If you're the kind of person who's been watching lots of videos of people doing those really cool water jet powered uh, uh, hoverboards. <laughs> yeah. Which one of those do you want to stay at? Because I want to do that really I don't think any um, of those have them right there, but the one in, yeah. in Maroma Beach Maroma. had, a, yeah. had a, a whole marina, huge marina next to right it. Right there. And the uh, their um, Lomas was their on-site thing that did all the excursions. So they can take you to do different ones, but they have all the boat-based ones are right there next mm -hmm. to the resort. Mm -hmm. So they did have that thing you're talking about, Dan. I want to do that so bad. You're going to be the guy that goes straight up and then just, plah, just right, falls. Right on his face. Yeah. They have horse and camel uh, riding on the beach. They yeah. have catamaran sailings. And, and Maroma is is the place you can find the overwater bungalows in Mexico. Yeah, those were that's killer. what I wanted to ask about before, because we mentioned that briefly, and I feel like that's the one that's going to make people say, Take my money. Yes, it's so much cheaper than Fiji. Sandals <laughs> oh, has that option Shocking. at a couple of their resorts, too. Mm -hmm. And this is a whole lot less expensive. Yeah. The glass floor thing kind of wigs me out. <laughs> I don't know why. My body goes, you don't need to stand there. But you're just Mine looking. Too. But yeah, I'm, right. I'm jumping up and down on it like, ooh. Yeah. Yeah. But they're, they're gorgeous. And Brittany, gorgeous. Did, don't you have a guest going there? And it was not ridiculously expensive. 
Not at all. Um, yes. Yeah, so I have a guest going. They're going for seven nights in July. And the best thing about the Palafitos is it's an extension of El Dorado Maroma. So they're doing a split stay. So they're going to stay um, in a beachfront suite for the first four nights. And then they're going to move over to the Palafitos, the over the water with bungalows for three nights. Yeah. And, mm, and I have perfect. sent clients to Bora Bora. And this was a fraction yeah. yeah i mean a fraction it was very very i was actually surprised at how reasonably priced and they're it very was. pretty they're very pretty Gorgeous. and the nice thing about them is you know you could feasibly go in your bungalow and never come out you have a private deck you have a private plunge pool you have ladder access to the ocean yep. you have your own restaurant that serves breakfast lunch and dinner and you cut and it comes with a butler so your butler can bring you breakfast every day if you want um yep. snorkel gear is in your bungalow yeah they have the little it butler is- button you can have them mm-hmm. just bringing you drinks right to your little yes casita what do they call it palafito, palafito. palafito. that then, restaurant yeah. too was spectacular they, they have wraparound balcony on the thing and then it steps down to your own like sun deck which then has a ladder right into the water and the water there they have they're kind of odd looking but they're, what they're building is a man-made reef it's going to look great when it all fills in but they have the but what they are is wave breaks and they're man-made reef but they also have the seawalls that keep the uh, giant sharks and things from getting in there and the seaweed so and the big can, waves you can walk it's very shallow beautiful water you can walk around in there and hang out really killer and and i think too you know I live in Kentucky. I can be in Cancun by lunchtime. Absolutely. There is something to be said for being able to get to your over-the-water bungalow mm. and be having a late lunch yeah. as opposed to having to travel, you know, all so across. So far yeah, to get put, to Fiji. They put Fiji really far away. It is. I don't know. I don't know. I, like, they didn't think to move it closer to It's like to the out States. there in the middle of that big old Pacific Ocean thing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. And Maroma is, I mean, that that is one of the top ranked beaches in the world. It's very and it, pretty. It, it seems to go on forever. I mean, you just, there was so much sand and so much walking space. And you know, that, and it's, it's that white sugar sand. It's yeah, so it's very pretty. similar Soft to the powder. Gulf Coast uh, in the South of America. Not South America, but in the South right. of America. The Southern yes. states of, of these United, United States. States. Do you, do you have the those United. Gulf Shores there in, in the Alabama? Yes, we do. We do have the Gulf Shores here. <laughs> or Gulf Shores, as weather people seem to always say. <laughs> That's funny. Like, it's not golf, it's golf. I am. I'm sad that I'm not in Mexico right now, you guys. Also, let's, the weather seems back. always to be 84 degrees mm-hmm. there. I've been there now at every season of the yeah. year, and it's always exactly the same. I think it's the closer you get to the equator, the more your, your weather just sort of stays the same. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan. I am too. Can't wait. Can't wait to go back. Can't wait to go back. Wait, I think we should go back. What do you say? Absolutely. How about March 1st? March 1st sounds great. <laughs> sounds good. <laughs> All right. Dan, sorry, buddy. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys will have some fun. And we'd be <laughs> happy to come back and talk about palace resorts once We're we good. tour all of those. I can't wait. (laughs) I bet. (laughs) Well, thanks for hanging out with us again this week. If you're excited to see what an all-inclusive Mexican resort has to offer or explore anywhere else around the world, Key to the World Travel has a gigantic golden pineapple under the sea full of expert travel planners, and they're ready to make your vacation dreams a reality. Head to www.keeptheworldtravel.com to get started with a no-obligation quote. 
Don't forget to catch up with our friend, the Theme Park Professor, for all the latest theme park news and tips at www.themeparkprofessor.com. Word of mouth is always the best way to help us grow our show. If you have a friend or two who you think would appreciate our special brand of globe-trotting jackassery, tell them what makes our show so great and send them our way. You can find links to subscribe to the show on your favorite apps and all the latest updates at www.goldkeyadventurers.com. We can't wait to hang out with you again next week. We'll see you real soon. Bye. Bye. Thanks, y'all. Adios. To ask a question or share your travel story, you can reach us by smoke signal, carrier pigeon, or send an email to goldkeyadventurers at gmail.com. And make sure you follow the Gold Key Adventure Society on Facebook and Instagram. A huge thanks to our sponsor, Key to the World Travel. For all your travel planning needs, visit www.keytotheworldtravel.com for a free quote and help planning the trip of a lifetime. Tell them the Gold Key Adventurers sent you. That's www.keytotheworldtravel.com. Key to the World Travel, your key to a magical vacation. Thanks to Outer Vibe for the use of their song, Hoka Hey, for the intro and outro of our show. Find them on Facebook at The Outer Vibe or check out www.outervibe.com for tour dates, music, merch, and more. We'll see you next week for another meeting of the Gold Key Adventurer Society. And until then, remember, life is short and the world is wide. So go have an adventure.